Hello and welcome in to an emergency pod edition of the Rocky Mountain Hoops podcast, part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I am your host, TJ McBride from MileHighSports.com, and we got some breaking news to talk about. Yes, this is probably about 12 hours after you heard the news break, maybe a little bit less, somewhere around there. But I still wanted to make sure after getting an article up on Mile High Sports and having some conversations on Twitter to get a podcast up about this as well. If you have somehow not already heard, Michael Malone and the Denver Nuggets have agreed on on an extension per a team email. Um, The details were not given out per team policy, but Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN said that it will carry him through the 2022-23 season, which led to Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports to confirm that it was an additional two-year contract extension on top of the two-year contract extension he is currently working through. So what that means is he was given a two-year contract extension two years ago, which kicked in and started this season. So this two-year contract extension will begin after next year. So he's essentially adding three, or he essentially has three and a half years left on his contract, with next year being the last year of his deal. The Denver Nuggets they had to make a decision. It was either extend him now, get it over with, and not have it be this constant looming cloud of chaos over the Nuggets organization. No coach when he is in the final year of his deal is ever at his best. Uh, Having a coach on a lame duck contract is always a worry and the Nuggets did a good job of avoiding that by getting this contract extension done early. It's exactly what they did with their last extension with Malone when he was a half of or a little bit less than a half year away from becoming a lame duck coach. They gave him a two year contract contract extension. This is exactly Exactly that, and I love the length of this because it's not one of those five, six-year deals that puts a lot of um, pressure on the organization to hope that the coach that they brought in progresses with his team. These two-year contract extensions give Michael Malone security. They give him the money. They give him the ability to know that he is not that he is valued in Denver without Denver having to put all of their eggs into one basket. This keeps their flexibility going forward wide open while also giving Malone that security while also getting him away from that lame duck status, which is so important. Whenever coaches are on that lame duck status, they start doing a lot of crazy things to prove their worth as a head coach, which usually leads to bad decisions. Um, That will not be a situation with Michael Malone getting this contract. So credit to Josh Kroenke and Stan Kroenke and the Kroenke family for stepping up, making sure this deal got done early, and keeping this Nuggets continuity together because there is so much that Tim Connolly, Michael Malone, and Josh Kroenke have all spoken about alignment and the idea that from ownership to president of basketball operations, uh, Tim Connolly, to General Manager Arturis Karnasovis, to Assistant General Manager Calvin Booth, to their staff below them, to Head Coach Michael Malone and Assistant Coach Wes Unzel Jr., and all of the coaches below them, and the entire roster from Nikola Jokic to Jamal Murray and down through, there is an alignment. There is an understanding of the hierarchy and a way that everybody can work together to get the most out of the team, out of the coaching staff, and out of the front office. And having that kind of checks and balances, having that familiarity and having that understanding of where 
where everybody exists within this franchise is such a benefit for this Nuggets team as they continue to move towards true championship contention, which is going to be a hard path. It is never easy to go from scrappy underdog team to playoff team to, okay, real championship contender. Hopefully, Michael Malone can do that. The Nuggets are betting that he can. If you saw my article on Mile High Sports, you saw the quotes from Tim Connolly and Josh Kroenke and in terms of how they spoke about the fact that they believe that Michael Malone can be the coach to bring this Nuggets team to their first ever NBA title. So that's what we're going to talk about. It might not be the longest podcast in the world. I'm not trying to drag this out for 40 minutes. I really just want to hit on the reasons that Michael Malone has has earned this extension and what this means going forward for the Denver Nuggets because I think there's a lot of things to take away from this. I think there is a lot of important narratives to talk about and when you look at the job Michael Malone has done from a 10,000 foot view, the picture is much more gorgeous than when you are trying to look at it very, very close and up front in these 10 game sample sizes. So I'm excited to be able to give this perspective. I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and dive into everything that has to do with Michael Malone and his new contract extension with the Denver Nuggets. Before we get into the rest of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast, let me give you one quick word from our sponsors over at Terrapin Care Station. Since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and customers with high-quality cannabis products at everyday low prices. Serving the communities of Denver, Boulder, and Aurora, they offer their own flour and concentrates, as well as all the brands you love at prices that you just won't believe. They pride themselves in having the most knowledgeable and professional staff in the industry, and their team will work with you one-on-one to help you find the products that are perfect for you. Their dispensaries are unassuming, safe, and discreet with ample parking at every location for a seamless retail experience. For up-to-date menus and promotions, head over to www.terrapincarestation.com or just come visit one of their five convenient Colorado locations today. Again, that is terrapincarestation.com, T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N, carestation.com. this extension and another opportunity to continue growing this Denver Nuggets team that he has really been the architect of and the conductor of their development per se is well for one just the the gradual growth year to year that they have been able to show and how many things that Michael Malone has impacted in those individual seasons. It's not just the growth of wins. It's the foundation and culture he has set and the sustainability that exists within this Denver Nuggets organization now that he is leading it. Um, Let's just go back to the year before Michael Malone was hired. It's 2014-15. Brian Shaw has just been fired. Melvin Hunt is the interim head Head coach, the culture is broken. The team is breaking down a huddle with one, two, three, six weeks to signify the end of the year. Brian Shaw is wrapping pregame reports to players, and there is clear discontent in the locker room going on, and other franchises no longer take the Nuggets seriously. This is after the Nuggets had made the playoffs for like a decade straight. George Carl had this Nuggets team winning 57 games, and suddenly, after firing George Carl and Masai Ujiri going to Toronto 
everything fell apart for like four years. Then Michael Malone appears. And in 2015-16, things were far from great. Obviously, it was going to be a long and slow process to get this Denver Nuggets team back to respectability, but that year, 2015-16, Michael Malone's first year, that was when he set the tone for what, what the team was going to be for the next half decade. He started building the culture and the foundation of the franchise from scratch. You're talking about complete roster flipover to where Gary Harris is now the longest tenured player on the Denver Nuggets team. They completely rebranded everything. They had brought in Emmanuel Moutier, which didn't go well, obviously, but it was the signifier that the Nuggets we're turning the page and making changes internally to try and be a better version of themselves to finally build a team that isn't a first round exit that isn't a laughing stock around the NBA that isn't always just you know three four steps away from really contending they wanted to take that real step into contention and the Nuggets knew it was going to be tear it down and rebuild and that's exactly what they did so they drafted Gary Harris that year they drafted Yusef Nurkic that year They traded away a bunch of players and completely rebuilt the roster. And in that year, of course, that was the time when Michael Malone let Gary Harris start a bunch of games. He started instilling faith in his players. um, Will Barton was traded for in the middle of the season for Aaron Aflalo and a first-round pick, which ended up being Malik Beasley. Um, That was really the starting point of what the Nuggets were able to build into, and they ended up winning 33 games, but you saw a team that was on the rise as opposed to a complete disaster, which was a big point of positivity for Nuggets fans that had been depressed for the past three seasons. Then you jump into 2016-17, and things really started to be clear that this Nuggets team was good. Um, Yusef Nurkic was the starting center. He ended up hurting his knee, and the emergence of Nikola Jokic happened. This was when Jokic just really started to assert himself and show that, yes, he is absolutely an incredible player, and that he finally stepped into that starter role. Gary Harris and Will Barton started to show that chemistry they had with him, Jamal Murray was drafted this year and showed flashes of his high upside and the Nuggets started to look like a team that could be a ton of fun and they only missed the playoffs by one single game. So again, you saw real improvement. Nikola Jokic starts to really take control of this team. He becomes the starter and Michael Malone builds the offense around him. Gary Harris and Will Barton start to build the template of what it's like to be a perimeter player with Nikola Jokic. The Nuggets got their first glimpse of Jamal Murray and the player that he could potentially be. All positives, all great things. Like Really, it's hard to not look at that time and be like, what a positive point in Nuggets history. Like, yes, they only won 40 games. They weren't even 500. They missed the playoffs, but you had Malik Beasley's first year, Wancho Hernan Gomez's first year. They were beating the Warriors in a 27-point Wancho game as Nikola Jokic has triple doubles, and people can't even pronounce his name at this point. He is, you know, throwing up triple doubles to the point to where NBA media is not really sure what is going on. He was just such an ascension from nothing to on the, you you know, full scope of everything in the NBA to, you know, having whatever, 10 triple doubles that year, showing he can be one of the best passing big men in the NBA, if not ever, and showing that he can score from anywhere. You really saw the outline of what ended up being the Nuggets franchise core going forward into what they are now. Then you jump ahead to 2017-18, and this is when everything took a big step forward. Um, The Nuggets had missed the playoffs by one game, so they had a chip on their shoulder. 
and they knew who their core was. They knew it was Jamal Murray. They knew it was Gary Harris. They knew it was Nikola Jokic, and they begin to show that they can be a top 10 offense seemingly every single year. The defense was a disaster at this point. Jamal Murray had no idea what he was doing. Nikola Jokic was really struggling in a drop set, and there weren't enough auxiliary defenders around them to really be able to make the Nuggets functional. Um, it wasn't also, like, there were new, there were more expectations, too. It wasn't just Malone playing a bunch of young players and letting them grow in front of them. The Nuggets kind of felt like they had to take a step this year, and they did. And Michael Malone was really at the front of that because he allowed Nikola Jokic to be the focal point of that offense. He allowed them to just run dribble handoff into pick and roll and a dribble handoff with Jamal Murray and Gary Harris and Will Barton. They saw how fast they can play and how many points they could put up, and it became the starting point of that Denver Nuggets team, and they grew from there. And eventually they won 46 wins, despite the defense being so bad. Jamal Murray started showing star potential, and the Nuggets lose that play-in game on the last game of the regular season to miss the playoffs against the Minnesota Timberwolves, and they missed the playoffs by one game for the second year in a row. Yes, Nikola Jokic showed superstar potential. This is after the Nuggets were able to sign Paul Millsap, who I'll talk about more in a little bit, um, who ended up getting hurt, but still, despite all of that, 46 wins, a six-win improvement from the year before, which was a seven-win improvement from the year before that. Real growth, and the Nuggets were able to show that growth because Michael Malone trusted in his young players to continue to get better and to show that they are worthy of the trust they put in him. Then everything got very fun last year. In the 2018-19 season, the Nuggets won 54 games, which was the second most in franchise history. That was eight wins more than the year before. Jamal Murray took a leap to a fringe all-star. Gary Harris became a a near all-defensive team defender. Paul Millsap finally stayed healthy and showed that he was the ideal frontcourt pairing with Nikola Jokic, and the bench finally came into their own rhythm. Malik Beasley, Monte Morris, Mason Plumlee, Torrey Craig, Wancho Hernan Gomez all filled in admirably whenever the Nuggets dealt with injuries, which was r- constantly throughout that season, and Nikola Jokic ended up finishing fourth in the MVP voting that season. And Michael Malone, he allowed the growth of this team to become the group they were, and the most important part was that Michael Malone was able to instill the importance of defense on them in that season. The Nuggets went from 23rd the year before to 10th in the NBA that year, and that is really what allowed them to take an eight-win jump up in the standings and become the second seed in the West and all of those things. Then the playoffs. It was their first playoff berth since the 2012-13 season, their first playoff series win since the 08-09 season when they beat the Spurs in seven games, and then after losing another seven-game series against the Portland Trailblazers, it was just known that the Nuggets had answered a ton of questions that so many people had about them. When going into the playoffs, it was easy to be like, how is Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray going to defend? Is Nikola Jokic going to be able to stay on the floor? What happens when the pace disappears and it turns into a drag it out, execute half court kind of game? And the Nuggets were able to handle all of that. Late game execution, early game execution, being able to play a two-man game, having the best player on the floor, they had all of those things and answered all of those questions. So the job and the well-rounded nature of the team that Michael Malone was able to build from his first year until this year 
It's just remarkable. I mean, the Nuggets improved by 24 wins since the year before he got here until now. That's absolutely incredible. And now the Nuggets are on pace for 59 wins. And Michael Malone is the third most winning head coach in Nuggets franchise history. He has absolutely deserved this contract. For And despite anything else I'm going to say for the rest of this podcast, just that fact alone, what he was able to accomplish in those four years is plenty plenty to justify his extension in my opinion. Um, but let's just move on past just the you know clear objectivity of the fact that the Nuggets grew each year. Michael Malone did something really, really important in which the Nuggets would not have been able to grow from if he didn't, and that was install a real culture in the Denver Nuggets facility. The Nuggets culture was broken and non-existent when Michael Malone arrived. Brian Shaw had just disassembled every little fiber that made this Nuggets franchise functional, and to come back and to rework that system and rebuild it from scratch... It took a ton of hard work, but now the culture that Malone had built all the way back then has become a rallying cry, if you will, for this Nuggets team. The tr- the whole idea of trust, selflessness, and hard work, it is ingrained in every single player in the Denver Nuggets locker room. They know exactly how they're going to be playing. They know how everything functions. They know the communication they're going to get. The foundation that Michael Malone built from his first year until now, has been a strong enough foundation for multiple players to develop from and become nearly the best version of themselves, and they would not have been able to grow in that way if Michael Malone had not built a sustainable, stable, and comfortable environment for these players to be a part of. And that is so important to the Nuggets, not only getting to the point to where they are now, but also in terms of free agent pitches and trying to convince players to stay in free agency and showing them that the Nuggets organization is not a joke. This is a group that is really invested in winning and doing everything they can to build the kind of culture that, you know, um, grows and kind of becomes a catalyst for that winning style. And Malone has been able to do that. A step beyond that too, Michael Malone just very simply he gave Nikola Jokic the trust to become the player he is. I don't think people fully grasp how difficult of a decision it is for Michael Malone in the second year of his contract after being fired inexplicably by the, by the Kings to just give the offense to a 21-year-old unathletic playmaking center from Serbia and just say, go, I trust you. We're going to just let you grow. We're going to let you become the offense and we're going to work around you to retool and re, you know, basically refine the rough edges to make this team as functional as possible offensively. That takes some ball man the, the courage it takes again after everything was going so wrong for him in coaching before that to have faith in Nikola Jokic like that and to allow him to grow into the player he is today that is a monumental choice that Michael Malone made it's easy to say he should have done it earlier it's easy to say he was always better than Nurkic but that's dis- that, that's very disingenuous to the decision of allowing someone like Nikola Jokic and how unique he is to just run the offense. That is a very difficult decision for an old school head coach like Michael Malone to do, but it shows that he trusts his players and he shows his adaptability to be able to understand what is best for his team, despite the fact what he thinks. Jokic had only shown glimpses of the player he could be, but Malone had faith anyway, and that faith was rewarded in a massive 
massive way. And it wasn't just Jokic. Michael Malone's development of young players has been astounding. And it's not just Malone. Stephen Graham, uh, John Beckett, Ojan Stojakovic, Charles Klask. There are so many player development guys on this Nuggets coaching staff who've done an incredible job. But Michael Malone brought them in. Michael Malone has created these programs. Michael Malone has been the head honcho that has overseen the play, uh, overseen the growth and development of players like Gary Harris, Will Barton III, Yusef Nurkic, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Wancho Hernan Gomez, Torrey Craig, Malik Beasley, Monte Morris, and that's without talking about other two-way players like Devon Akun Purcell and Thomas Welsh, who are all managing to stay in the NBA or at least around the NBA while still growing while in Denver. That is massive that he has been so able to take in all of these different talented players of all different kinds of skill sets and help them become better and better players every single time they enter the floor because, again, of the trust and the faith that Malone had put in them. He Malone's balance of this is how it has to be. You have to be able to follow these rules if you're going to get playing time, but allowing his players to work through them in a positive affirmation type setting is so helpful for making this Nuggets team the best version of themselves. And it's not a tightrope that many coaches can walk, but Michael Malone has proven that he can. Let's just keep it going. This is going to be like the Michael Malone is amazing podcast, and I don't even care. Um, the One of the biggest things that Michael Malone has done is he was an instrumental piece as to why Paul Millsap signed with the Denver Nuggets. Paul Millsap, during his introductory press conference at the Montbello Recreation Center, he was asked about the interview process, and he said that Michael Malone being very clear with him and saying that the one thing you won't have to deal with in Denver is dysfunction and all of these things, it was a big reason why Millsap decided to sign with Denver. And that cannot be overstated. The Nuggets don't have a superstar player who can be a guy who goes and pitches to free agents and convinces players to come. Nikola Jokic is not that guy. Jamal Murray did not have that reputation at this point. Tim Connolly is not exactly the most, uh, he's extremely charismatic in some ways, but he's not the kind of guy to like go lure LeBron in a meeting and a 20 minute dinner to like think differently about who he's going to sign with. Very, very few people have that kind of charisma and the ability to articulate themselves in a meaningful way like Malone does. And that was such an important part of the pursuit of Paul Millsap. And that's why Paul Millsap felt like it was needed to mention that, uh, Michael Malone was so important in those conversations, uh, and that's just I found very, very revealing. And Paul Millsap, we can take it a step further, Paul Millsap is a massive reason for Denver's growth on defense. He was the one who got Nikola Jokic to buy into being a star. He has filled every role the Nuggets have needed, regardless of what that role is, and he has been the catalyzing presence that has evolved this Nuggets into the mature contender group that they are today. No longer just a young group of you know fun and up-and-coming players who are just running up and down the court. They are much, much more than that. And Paul Millsap signing in Denver is what catalyzed that and led this Nuggets team to be who they are today. And again, it's a, it's a likelihood that Paul Millsap is not in Denver if Michael Malone is not here. Um, also, Michael Malone, just his relationship with his players. He's never called out a player by name in the media that I can remember. Not once. He's been frustrated and maybe alluded to player from time to time. But I would say on 
almost, I would say 95% of the time, Michael Malone has been not only willing, but actively looking to put himself between his players' struggles and the media's questions about it. While it may be frustrating for me when we ask Michael Malone why Nikola Jokic is struggling, he says he's not struggling, despite the fact that Nikola Jokic is clearly struggling, that's an admirable trait in a head coach that'll allow him to continue to develop meaningful relationships with his players. Um, He's a great communicator with his roster from what I have been able to understand. He's tough on them, but he's also very positive and very loving, and he shows that he cares about his players. Um, Also, I mean, just look at Nikola Jokic's first 20 games. Yes, he was struggling, but he continually reminded everybody that a player averaging 16, 10, and 6 is a very, very good player. Yes, he needed to be better, but Malone was not going to throw his player under the bus. Those are traits that elite head coaches need, and Michael Malone absolutely has it. And then the last big thing, in my opinion... Oh, well, actually, it's kind of uh, two hand in hand is the fact that Michael Malone has turned the Nuggets defense into a great unit while also letting the Nuggets offense thrive without getting in the way too much. Uh, Two years ago, it seemed impossible the Nuggets could ever field a top 10 defense with the way their roster is constructed. But here we are. The Nuggets are second in the NBA with 103.5 defensive rating after being 10th in the league last year with 108 defensive rating. When you just look at the growth defensively year after year in terms of defensive rating, it's really impressive. The Nuggets were 29th in 2016-17 with 111.7 defensive rating. They were 23rd in 2017-18 with a 110 defensive rating and then jumped to 10th last year and is now 2nd this year. His ability to somehow get this Nuggets team to fully buy into defense being their identity and finding a scheme that works for them and going to Nikola Jokic and Asking him, what is a better way for you to play defense? How do you feel more comfortable? And adjusting based off that has allowed the Nuggets to become an extremely productive defensive unit. And Michael Malone, after struggling to coach strong defense for all of these years, is finally living up to the defensive reputation that his coaching name brings with it. So credit to him there as well without getting in the way of the offense too much. And yes, the Nuggets offense is struggling this year, but I fully believe they are on their way back to becoming the team that they were offensively years and years ago over and over again they will find their way back into a top 10 offensive group and I'm not worried about that at all a couple other random things that I found very, very important for Michael Malone as well is that he himself has improved each year. He doesn't get so frustrated anymore. He's gotten better as an in-game coach. His X's and O's has improved in terms of out-of-bounds plays. He's gotten better and better at developing players as the year has gone along, and his communication skills have improved as well. He doesn't get too high or too low, and he's always willing to have a tough conversation with his players. So Malone, just overall, as an individual, as a coach, as a mentor, as a friend, just continually gets better and better each year, and it has built a foundation of someone who has become an elite coach in the NBA. Thank you to everybody who has stuck around, who has listened, who has liked this podcast, who has reviewed it on iTunes, who has given it a five-star rating, who has shared it on social media, who has sent in questions, all of those good things. It means the world to me. I hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas and a great holiday season. We will talk to you guys after the Nuggets Christmas game against the Pelicans. Have a good one.